sound appropriate. It's June 24th, and well, it'll be 25th for you, so let's just call it the 25th. And um, hope you're having a great month, week, day. School is almost out, at least it is for my kids. I couldn't be happier about that. That cute little ditty was Build a Bitch by Bella, what is it, Bella, it's someone on TikTok, Bella Porch, Bella Porch. That is what the kids are listening to now, Build a Bitch. Um, I played it for my kids and they were laughing so hard and then I felt terrible and I was like, no, she's saying Build a Witch, it's Build a Witch and then they were like, really? And I said, yeah, it's Build a Witch. Anyway, it's a really funny song, but this is, I don't know, I'm searching for the song of the summer, and maybe it's not out yet, I don't know. I'm looking for the Watermelon Sugar of 2021. I don't know if it's Build a Bitch, but someone said it was this, like, Doja Cat song, and then I listened to it, and it wasn't a real banger for me. It was, like, the one that goes, um, now we're good. It was a little slow for me, and it's, like, I always think about... The songs of the summer are the ones that could I listen to, could I like groove out to this sitting on my flamingo float with a, with a white claw? No, it's not going to be a slow one. I don't know if it's Build a Bitch. I, I enjoy, I like it a little better than Doja Cat's song, but I don't know. A couple years ago, it was um, Lizzo. Why man great till you gotta be great. It was that one. That was the banger of the summer for me. So I'm still looking for it. If you guys have um, suggestions, send them my way. I could be Levitating by Dua Lipa, but that song's been out for like six months. That's I don't think that's a summer banger. It's a banger, but you know I was listening to that in December. So I'm gonna look. I'm looking on TikTok. A lot of people are doing the Build a Bitch. A lot of people are doing the new Olivia Rodrigo song. Is it the summer banger of 2021? I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. So um, Nick Cannon, since it's Father's Day, let's celebrate the wonderfulness of Nick Cannon. So Nick Cannon currently has six children. So happy Father's Day to Nick Cannon because he's about to have more. So he's about to have seven. And three, five of them are born, are going to be born this year. <laughs> So, happy Father's Day to Nick Cannon. Does Nick Cannon know how much college costs? Is he aware of the price of Montessori preschool? Is he aware of what it costs to send children to Disneyland for the day? Because I know what it costs to send two children to these things. And um, that hurts. And I know that Nick Cannon um, is like on MTV and hosts America's Got Talent. But if you have seven children that's that's pricey so I hope I hope he knows what oh and he also has how many baby mothers baby mamas he's got one two three four baby mamas okay the first one is Mariah Carey as we all know he was married to her from 2008 to 2016 and he is the he is the father of twins Moroccan and Monroe Scott otherwise known as Rock and Row oh that's cute Rock and Row <laughs> Brittany Bell was his girlfriend in 2010. She is the mother of Golden Saigon and Powerful Queen. Powerful Queen was just born. Abby De La Rosa is his current partner and the mother of twins that were born on June 14th, 2021. I don't have names for these twins. So he's got two sets of twins. Alyssa Scott is a model who appeared on Canon's music genre show Wild Now. That was the show is pregnant with his son, and that will be the fourth 
child in the past year. So, wow, okay. So, okay, he's got seven kids. Wow, and all these different women, I mean, I'm sorry, you'd have to be, I mean, dare I say it, you'd have to be Trump to have to afford, he's, he's like the Trump of America's Got Talent. <laughs> he's got, I mean, that's just too many damn kids. It's not that bad if you're married to the same person or with the same person, but it, it's really, well, whatever, I don't care, whatever. Um, so did you guys watch the Erica Jean documentary, The Hustler and the Housewife? I did. Um, so you don't have to. I'm going to give you all the facts right here now. So it's on Hulu. It's done by ABC News. I don't believe it ever aired on television, like network television. It's called The Housewife and the Hustler. And I think you've probably heard of this because it featured as some of their quote unquote experts. Um, what's her name? Danielle Staub from the Real Housewives of New Jersey and Dana Wilkie, who was not even a cast member. She was a friend of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in 2016. And she was the $25,000 sunglass lady. Now, Dana Wilkie is actually, to be fair to Dana Wilkie, is somewhat credible these days in terms of celebrity news because she is... She has started her own podcast, and it's completely on Patreon. That's why I've never heard of it. Like, I just refuse to pay for content like that. But she has a Patreon-only podcast where she spills celebrity gossip. And she's one of these people that is very celebrity-adjacent, meaning that she, like, slithers her way into parties, and she knows a lot of really connected people and is always got her ear out and... She said several things lately that have turned out to be completely true. So I'm like, maybe, I don't know. But are these two women like Erica Jane insiders? Probably not. Dana Wilkie probably has a lot of contacts in the area and knows a lot of people that know things. But that was sort of like, that's why people are like, Meh. I would say Dana Wilkie, fine. Danielle Stav, mm, not so much. But they really only talked to Danielle for about five minutes. She was the first person to come on the screen in the documentary, which I thought was weird. But they got it. They got attention with it. They used it for ratings and it worked. So fine. Everyone was talking about it. And really only the connection, the only, the only real connection that Danielle Staub has to Erica Jane is that they both stripped in the same strip club in New Jersey in like 1994. I don't even think they were there at the same time. I don't think they knew each other, but that was the connection. So take it with a grain of salt. Now, did I learn anything new from The Housewife and The Hustler? No, I didn't. But what it did clear up, so the, I, I'm pretty well-versed in the story and the ins and outs of the court case and what every person is charged with and what Tom did wrong and what he's accused of. But what the documentary did, which was interesting, was put together the pieces of the puzzle of the victims and in terms of what exactly happened to them and what Tom said to them to keep them at bay for so many years. So there are voicemails um, sent to the main defendant. One of the main defendants in the case against Tom, his name is, oh God, what is it? Something Rigomez is his last name. And he was the guy who... It was a very sad story. His house, he was at home one night when he was like 19 with his girlfriend watching a movie and his house blew up and went into flames. 
and he suffered burns over 80% of his body. He's got skin grafts all over. He was in a coma for a month. And it turned out that it was the fault of PG&E, which is Pacific Gas and Electric, the same power company that was responsible for the contaminated water in the Aaron Brockovich case. So that is how Tom Girardi found, um, I think his name's Joey, I'm just going to call him Rigumez, Mr. Rigumez. And that is how he was referred to Tom, meaning that Tom was one of the lawyers that was involved in the um, Aaron Brockovich case where they sued PG&E and got $333 million settlement for the residents of Hinkley, California for contaminated water. So Tom helped Mr. Rigomez go after PG&E for the gas leak that caused his house to blow up and all of his injuries. And he's going to need, Mr. Rigomez is going to need care for the rest of his life, meaning that his as he grows um, and his body changes, like he said, every time he gains a pound or two, the skin grafts will swell and then he has to get there. So it's, it's very, very, very hard. And it's not like, you know, there hasn't been a, a ton of people lately that have survived, a, you know, burns that severe. So they don't even know like what kind of care this man would need, but he's doing very well. It's just a very expensive and difficult to care for him as he gets older so he was I believe he got something like 20 million dollars and to this day he's only received 1 million and what Tom Girardi would do and this is what this is what I thought was so poignant about this documentary like the only takeaway for me was that Tom he had these voicemails saved on his phone and Tom would call so Tom got the settlement for him and oftentimes these settlements were done in um, closed doors you know attorney to attorney with a judge present and, you know, Tom would walk out of the room and say to the, the, the plaintiff, okay, I got you $20 million. So that's interesting in that, you know, we now know Tom Girardi was involved with backdoor deals with judges. He, we all know he was so involved with getting Gavin Newsom elected as governor of California that Gavin Newsom gave Tom the job in California. I forgot what it's called. Don't come for me. But he gave Tom the job as like the top lawyer who appointed judges in California. So Tom was in charge of hiring the state judges. So think about that for a second. He's so well connected and in, you know, these people are in his pocket that he could get any settlement he wanted. So let's just say, let's just say, for example, I'm speculating here. Tom will go into these closed door, you know, settlement meetings with the lawyers and the judge. And the lawyer on the other side for the defendant and the judge are friends of his. And he's given money to get them appointed, like the judge. And he's been involved with the lawyer, probably doing him another favor. So they're in the meeting, maybe with a court reporter that Tom knows very well as well. And Tom comes out and says, okay, Mr. Mr. Nichols, uh, you get a $20 million settlement. Well, what if it actually was 30 and he pocketed 10 or what if it was 50 and he pocketed 30? So who's to say that we'll ever know that? I think it is entirely possible. So anyway, so the, the case with this guy, the main guy, Gomez, is that Tom said he got him $20 million settlement from PG&E in one of these closed door meetings. They're like, great. Now, it takes a little time to get your money when you're in a, an, a class action settlement with a big company like that. They might appeal. Um... In this case, I don't believe that they did. They settled, and that was that. 
So it take, let's say it takes, I don't know, 30 days to get your money. So they're like, Tom, where's our money? Where's our money? It's just like three, three months, four months. Then he gets an email, um, a voicemail from Tom. And the emails all sound basic. There's several of them, but they basically all sound like this. Oh, hello, Joseph. You're a wonderful human being. And I just want you to know how proud of you I am. And you've got a friend for life in Tom Girardi. What a great guy. I just really enjoy you. I just love you like a son. I want you to know that your money's coming. I hope you're not upset with me. But your money's coming, and I've got it in a cute account for you. And right now, Girardi Keys, which is my law firm on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles, has offered to hold on to your money and invest it for you. I know you're not from a place where people know what money is, but since you're from a small town and you don't seem to know much about big money, I'm going to help you out here, Tom, uh, Mr. Regomez, because you're such a great guy. I'm going to have my people invest it for you, and we'll give you a check every month. And when you have big expenses, you just give me a call. Just give me a call, and I'll take care of it from your account. But I, I don't want you to have all this access to money. It's just, it's a little, it's over your head, and I don't want you to get, I don't want to get taken advantage of by the wrong people. Okay, I love you. I'll call you later. Bye. It was like that. So he would ingratiate himself to these people and be like, oh, gee, gee whiz, I hope you're not mad at me. And so the Rigomez is actually, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I mean, he basically just, you know, took advantage of these quote unquote simpler people and knowing full well that they probably don't have a money manager and it would probably be an arduous task for someone in the middle of nowhere with not, you know, great access to wealth or something like a money manager. And Tom would say, let me take care of that for you. And I, I was saying to myself, I would probably fall for that too. Let this big city guy help me invest my money and, you know, do right by me and he'll send me a check every month. So that was, that was something new to me. I've never seen, because I often said to myself, how did he just take the money and run? Well, he didn't. He he talked, he scammed them into giving the money to him and letting him hold it. And so that was essentially the Ponzi scheme, that he would hold onto these clients' money and dole it out when they asked for it. And then he would race around and find more clients to fill in the holes. So basically he pocketed everything, which is exactly like Bernie Madoff. He pocketed everything and then he would, you know, you know, pay Peter to, what is this expression? He would, he would, he would get money from Peter to pay Paul. And it basically was like this balancing act. And then what happened as the documentary, documentary laid out, when COVID hit and a lot of these cases were A, put on hold and B, just the clients weren't even coming in. Nobody was suing each other in the middle of COVID. Um, that like the wheels stopped turning and he, he fell on his ass. And then people were like, where's our money? Because he stopped making the monthly payments. So that was really the only takeaway from the uh and, and they had interview uh, they had interviews from the lion air crash the people in malaysia that are still waiting on their money and it was sort of like it, for me it was great that documentary because it filled in the hole of how did he like how exactly did he take the money from these victims which we just found out and then what are the who are the victims and what are they feeling and how you know what's their story and so we've 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 talked about Mr. Regomez's story and we've talked about the Malaysian air and he did the same thing to both of them so that was his scam so now for me 
the, the pieces of this puzzle are clear. Now, everyone is asking, what exactly did Erica Jane know? I'm not sure. I'm not convinced either way because I think what's clear is that her money is dirty and she spent it all. So I think it's terrible and I feel compassion for these victims and I think it's awful, but if there's no money, then what can they do? They can garnish her wages from Real Housewives or we all know, we it's all been laid out on the table that her music career actually lost money, so they cannot really garnish anything from that. She has let her glam squad go. She has sold her cars. She has downsized to a, I mean, they make it, first of all, they make this house sound like a flippin' motorhome. It's like a $1.8 million house in the Hollywood Hills with a pool. Okay, cry me a river. She's, she's going to be fine. But you can't squeeze blood out of a stone. So I feel it's, it, it makes it even more sad because there's nothing, they've spent it all. There's nothing left to take. So I kind of don't think it matters what she knows because it just doesn't matter. I mean, she could go to jail maybe, but she's not the one. She spent the money, but did she do the crime? I don't know. It's not clear. So, and I also think that, I mean, I gotta be honest here. I also think that it's entirely possible that she didn't know. I don't know. Um, and maybe maybe I'm admitting that I, I'm a moron, but I, I don't really know where my husband's paycheck comes from. If, his, if the company that he worked for was involved in a Ponzi scheme, how would I know? I wouldn't. And... To the outside world, Tom Girardi is a very successful, um, you know, lauded attorney in in Los An in, in America, really. So for him to be wealthy is is expected. So, and also some people's spending habits are more outlandish than others. I mean, I know people, you know, around here that flaunt their wealth, and I know people that don't. And you don't really know what someone's money. You just don't know. And and in Los Angeles, that's pretty normal. So I'm not sure what she knew. And just because her name was on some, I'm not defending her. I'm just saying it's very possible. People are like, there's no way she didn't know. Well, I think there is a way she didn't know. You don't ask like, oh, Tom, could I have some money? Here, babe, it's in your bank account. Oh, where did this come from? Did you steal it from orphans? No, I mean, nobody has these conversations. So unless she's explicitly involved in the the deceit and the setting up of these accounts and whatever, which is yet to be proven. Believe me, there's a chance it could be. I'm just, I just want to say that I'm here. I don't like her. I don't like the way she's acting. I don't like her, her little Instagram posts lately, I think are gross. And I think she should lay low and stop being so snarky, but that's just me. I just want to say that it is completely possible that she had no idea what was going on and she can, but then again, does her name's all over everything. So does that get you out of it? Maybe not, but I don't think she's going to serve jail time. That is just my prediction. I don't think she's going to serve any time. I think she's going to come out of this. I think she's going to come out of this with dead broke with nothing to her name, but I don't think she's going to suffer any consequences. That is just me. We'll see. I don't know. Okay, one thing. Go on TikTok. There is a user on TikTok called Princess Glitterhead, but it's spelled 
Her name is Princess Glitterhead, but it's spelled P-R-I-N-C-X-S-S, -S -S, Glitterhead. Princess Glitterhead is a chick. Her videos are astonishing. She is a, um, she, she does like a makeover in like, the, you know, the 30 second TikTok videos. She just comes on with like no makeup and then she puts like dentures in and does her makeup and contours and put the wig on and does like the Kardashian eyelashes and all this stuff. And she's, I mean, she, the transformation is insane. Just go on and look up Princess Glitterhead. And, um, I don't, uh, I don't know how to say this. She's like a, she's not very attractive. She's not pretty. Okay. She's just not, she has like, she doesn't have teeth and you can see in the background, she's not living anywhere great. And, but it just goes to show, she's like a, she goes from like a two to like a 12 in 30 seconds and with contouring and makeup. So it just, it just makes you think about exactly what goes on with, you know, Kylie Jenner and all these girls and what they look like and how you can go from like this toothless, I mean, she, I'm sorry, I don't want to be mean, but she's not good. Look, like she's not good and she looks hot when it's over. So check her out. It's Princess Glitterhead on my favorite TikTok. Good evening. It's happy hour at the Equinox in Manchester, Vermont. <laughs> We're live. We're having a cocktail. Clink. We're, I'm here with Allie and Chrissy, my two bestie mommy friends, and we're having a night out, so we thought we'd have a chat with you and discuss all the hot topics going on this week. Hello. Hi. Good evening, ladies. <laughs> Good evening to you. Allie, what's interesting about you? Oh. Um, do you want like one fun fact? Just give me something fun. Um, my nickname in college was Puke and Rally Allie. <laughs> That's very interesting. Allie was also in Mariah Carey's wedding. Oh, no, I wasn't in her wedding. I went to her wedding. Wasn't in it. She's not listening to this. Who cares? <laughs> well, I don't want to lie to the listeners. Okay, fine. All right. What's interesting about you, Chrissy? Oh, man, the pressure. I know. It's high um, stakes here. Oh, my great uncle was Mr. Clean. Oh, the original Mr. Clean. Wow, really? Mr. Yeah, Mr. Clean. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. I know. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's great. Fun fact. I'm really glad to have you guys here. I think you're funny, hilarious. I think everyone else will think you're funny and hilarious, and everything you say will be. You no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll cut out whatever you don't want. But I love your guys' hot takes on everything, and I think everyone will want to hear that too. So, these two ladies. I'm going to start off with a little bit of Roni. These two ladies made me a cameo for my birthday, which was last week or two weeks ago, and they got my bestie Sonia Morgan to do the cameo, and I'm going to play it for you guys today. I've been saving it for this occasion because I wanted to see you guys laugh as I put it over the air to the, to the rest of the world. They can enjoy this little delight. A little bit of context, um, Sonia refers to... In this cameo, she refers to Tom Skerritt, who is, <laughs> I think he's in a retirement home right now, but he was, um, I don't know how this came up, but I think like a year ago we were at dinner and we talked about our freebies and I had, there was no hesitation. Yeah. No, there was no hesitation. I said, Tom Skerritt. Everyone's like, who's Tom Skerritt? And I'm like, well, 
Don't you know? Tom Skerritt is the dad in Poison Ivy, and that movie. He's also the dad in in uh, what's Mag- no? What's the wedding movie? Steel, Steel Magnolias. Magnolias. Yeah. yeah, he's the dad in everything because he's old. Yeah, he's the dad in. He everything. was old in the eighties. In 80. the eighties, <laughs> yeah. he was the dad. Okay, so. I think I think now they try to get him to do a cameo for me because I said, "Oh, I love Tom Skerritt. I find him very sexy." But he doesn't know what the internet is. <laughs> <laughs> he does have an Instagram that he does not respond to. No, well, he's he's probably well, he's, he's eighty-seven. He's bedridden. <laughs> so. But if you watch the movie Poison Ivy with Drew Barrymore, it's very sexy. Who has seen that movie? Everyone. Well, have whatever. You seen it? I'm gonna rent it. it was I'm gonna one of rent those it. Movies, it was one of those movies that like you weren't supposed to watch when we were children. I know. Oh, I did not. I watched it. I mean, it's I hot. watched it, but it was like, hot. if my parents were like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Mom." Drew Barrymore hooks up with her friend's dad, who yeah. is Tom Skerritt, and there's a scene where she comes downstairs. Drew Barrymore is like the 17 year old daughter, and she puts on the mom's dress, and Ooh. she comes downstairs, and then Tom Skerritt has his way with her on the kitchen counter. Oh. You would have been into this too. Does she knock a diamond ring out? No. You can edit it. No. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. Um, that's so funny. So anyway, so my Tom Skerritt. I just added work for her. It's not, I don't have like an active, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I said that. But they try to get Tom Skerritt and then Sonia made fun of me. So this is the cameo. Sarah with an H. It's your girl Sonia Morgan with the J. Happy birthday. I happen to know it's your birthday from Allie and Chrissy. So you are a housewife's buff, and I'm your favorite. Well, I believe that to be true. Otherwise, why would Allie and Chrissy be asking me to do this wonderful video sharing your birthday with you? So I'll be thinking of you on the 30th already. It's coming up before you even know it. They told me you're an amazing friend and the best time ever. We are two peas in a pod, kindred spirits. We love to have a great time. You tell it like it is, and you're so inappropriate. And I know you have a secret crush on Tom's girl. Okay, shh. That's why it's secret. Okay, I'm not telling anybody. Thank right? you. Only Allie Kersey and I know. Yeah. And a couple of other people, but mm-hmm. not everybody. Okay. Okay. All the best to you, Sarah. Mwah. Wasn't that fun? I thought she really killed it. I love that. You have to you have to say she's wearing a bathrobe. Yeah, and she's big glasses. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I think that that was rec- I can't be sure, but I think she recorded that on the cast trip that they just did in Turks and Caicos. Right, but I don't oh, think she's sense. on it. I oh, think she's she not. Is oh, that or she she's at Josh Flagg's house in it. Oh my god, I would die. Have you watched that shit on Instagram? Yeah. Of her no. Sonia Morgan went to Josh Flagg's house and Josh Flagg. Like, oh. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> go, gives me a lot of editing. Go okay. Oh, <laughs> he's the he's the cute like gay guy on Million Dollar Listing LA. No. You should watch that. He's yeah, very cute. He's really good. And he's like a he's like a, this cute guy and she went and stayed with him and no. His Instagram stories when her when she was staying with him, she like flooded his kitchen, and there was one where she farted on him and like she like trashed his house and it was it was just hilarious. They had a good time together. Anyway, okay, so the first hot topic I want your take on, guys, is um is this one. So, are you familiar with this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank God. I don't want to have to talk about. I listen to the so inappropriate podcast. Okay. Thank you. I don't know what I don't know what you're familiar with. So Chrissy Teigen has been, quote, canceled. 
So, for, I talked about this last week, but Chrissy Teigen has Teigen. Is it Teigen? I can't. I don't know. I think it's Teigen. Teigen. All right. Chrissy Teigen has been privately messaging Courtney Stodden and quote-unquote bullying her. We talked about it last week, but what do you guys think of this? Do you think Chrissy should be canceled? I don't love cancel culture. Okay. So, I don't think she should be canceled because even though I'm not a fan of hers... I would be hypocritical to say that she should be canceled then. Mm-hmm. But I am slightly enjoying the fact that she is now getting a taste of what she's been doing to everyone else. Right. Yeah. Um I think she was trying for a long time before she was like Famous for whatever she's famous for now. I think she was trying to be funny by being mean. Yeah. And maybe she is mean. Like, I don't know. I don't know her. I think she probably is mean. Um, and now she's just being called out for it. So I'm kind of glad she's getting called out for it. Mm-hmm. Who know? I mean, hopefully she's, like, grown up and had kids and learned for from it. The only thing I'll say is, like, Sure, like, we all do stupid things when we're young, but, like, when I was young, like, I never, like, told anyone to take a dirt nap. <laughs> like, no. even no matter how, like, young and stupid I was, yeah. like... Mm-hmm. And the, what, it, the, there was a, there were tweets of her saying, take a dirt nap, and then there were DMs of her actually telling her to mm-hmm. kill herself, yeah. which I'm like, that's a bridge too far, so right? Like, has she shared the DMs? Courtney, no. Courtney did. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I hadn't seen that. I didn't really like look into it more than like the thing that like popped up. Yeah. But I was wondering about that. I was like fine with the, I mean, I'll let you talk, but I was fine with like the tweets. Like I thought they were mean and kind of tasteless, but then I saw the DMs and I'm like, yeah. it's quite another thing. It's one thing mm-hmm. to have this platform and have this like mean girl, Chelsea Handler humor. And then it's quite another to privately yeah. message someone and say that like, that's, I don't know. How do you feel? No, I feel like she went way too far. I've always liked Chrissy Teigen before this. Um, I feel like this changed my perspective. I agree with Allie. I don't believe in cancel culture. But I also don't like that she came out and apologized and said she had messaged her, which, who's the other girl? Courtney. Courtney. Courtney said she didn't receive. Mm. Um, I don't like that. Um, But yeah, she went too, I mean, what she said is nasty. Even if you're trying to be... Mm. Um, make a point with these funny DMs and trying to be like Chelsea Handler, she failed miserably yeah. and just was mean-hearted. Yeah. Which I feel like is, goes against everything she's been trying to create for the past few years. Mm-hmm. So she kind of canceled herself. Yeah. And she's not a comedian. No. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, no. you're not a comedian, so it doesn't work when you do it. Like, yes. All these people need to leave the funny, mean stuff to, like, the people that are... Yes actually famous comedians doing it on a comedy stage. And my question, was it just targeted towards this girl or was it towards no, no. a bunch of people? There was she, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan and she told she said me like a comment like that like every time Lindsay Lohan sees know, It was kinda of funny. Sees Emma Stone, she like she makes <laughs> oh, her split her ass like it like she I definitely think she was she, trying to be someone that she wasn't. Right. She was I think she was trying to figure out like what am I on social media? Yeah. Because mm. it was like ten years ago, right? Yeah. And it was stupid. And it I mean the the Courtney Sodden stuff was 
Like, that was too far. She's 16. Right. Like, the yeah. DMing stuff was... Lindsay too... Lohan was 25. Right. Like, Different. And that... you're, like, you're still just being so nasty. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, to DM someone privately mean things, like, why do you need to... Like, what's, what, what is that doing yeah. for you? Yeah. Like, I also think... I always used to say... It's funny. I used to say this about Ellen DeGeneres. I Because I've seen her stand up. And I always used to say to people, Ellen DeGeneres... I mean, looking back on it, if this is not age well, but... I would say Ellen DeGeneres can tell jokes without being mean. And I think it's like a true like art form to be able to be yeah. funny without being cruel. Yeah. And un- unfortunately that turned out to be not really the case, but like her stand up was not cruel. It was just yeah. like yeah. it was just like nicely family friendly funny. Yeah. And I think that's I think if you can be It's not at anyone's expense. Right. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And you know, I love to be shady too, but I don't know. I think I don't believe in cancel culture either. But I think that in this particular case, she has put herself on this pedestal where mm-hmm. she has been the, the you know, the head of the cancel culture committee. So I feel like when you yeah. do that, you kind of have to be subject to it too. Yeah. And so in that case, I think it's okay. But, but then again, I don't like people, I don't mind her losing popularity but I don't think that, like, she shouldn't be able to sell pots and pans. Like, who gives a shit? Like, don't buy the pots and pans. But right. I get losing right? endorsements. Like, I'm kind of yeah. like, you made your bed. Well, yeah. it's, it's like a company. Like, if, if she went, if she was working at a company and the company found out she was calling another employee of the company, telling that employee to go kill themselves, yeah. Yeah. she would get fired from the company. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it's. I was thinking about this earlier. The f- funniest thing about this whole thing is like, Chrissy Teigen lost her like, pot potware pots and pans company endorsement or whatever. Chrissy Teigen's gonna be fine. Oh well, yeah. She's married yeah. to John Lennon. Led Lennon. Legend. <laughs> John Legend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not John Good Lennon. Job. You know, I always mix up names. Yeah. John Legend. Um, she lives in like a twelve million dollar house. Yeah. She's gonna be fine. Yeah. Like. This, but she's not gonna be fine. No, personally, no, because like she thrives off being the center of attention, and like yeah. this is not the center of attention mm-hmm. that she wants to be. No, like there were pictures of her at Disney World, like wearing a baseball cap and a jean, like all like incognito, and that probably killed her inside to like okay. not be like. Hold on, if you are trying to lay low and like recover from a scandal, why are you at Disney World? Yeah, or Disneyland. So you, oh yeah, Disneyland. Um, Stay so, in your house. So you can be... That's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit So on you that. can be seen being incognito. Incognito. At and a great mom. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, That's I'm, bullshit. My, I'm going through this, but like I'm still taking my kids. I'm so humbled. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have a problem with this. I think it's mean. That's a girl. That's a child. And she was... I think she was being Where abused. Where is she now? So Oh, so I talked about last week. But Courtney Stodden has been... She got divorced from that old man that she married that her mother... Signed her up to marry, like, oh. So I feel like the poor girl. But she's now divorced from that guy, Doug's, not Doug, Doug, Doug Hutchinson. Yeah. And she's been going on, she's been going like a talk show circuit. Yeah. And so she, she wasn't like cancel Chrissy Teigen. She told a story yeah. to the Daily Beast. And she was like, this really hurt me because I was 16. And I was like being abused, basically. And this yeah. girl made me feel terrible. And she didn't even, she showed her phone, like, receipts from it. And she didn't even respond to Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy yeah. Teigen just, like, And to her sad. credit, she could have shared this the minute it happened. Yeah. And she didn't. Like, I kind of feel like she... No. No, I, I think... more respect for her in that she, like, waited until... 
right? Like, she waited until Chrissy was kind of talking shit. This is a good time to bring it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's bring her down. Well, I liked her. I just, and, then, and, I, and I think it's incredible that she went from, like, model to, like, so she's a cookbook author and stuff, but, like, she's destroyed all I also, that. and this is probably, people are going to think I'm not nice for saying this. I was, I was. I do. I was on uh, reading, like, in a Facebook group about it, and, yeah, I'm old because I'm in a Facebook group. Yeah. Teddy, if you're super young listeners. I'm not. I'm not yeah, any Teddy, if you're super young listeners listening to this. Um, and someone commented, like, leave her alone. She went through a really horrible tragedy with with her, her the baby she lost. Oh, God. And I'm like. Who cares? Losing a baby doesn't give you permission to not have a past Mm -hmm. and not have a future like you Mm -hmm. just because that happened to her which happens to tons of people doesn't mean it erases any shitty thing you did before and doesn't mean that you don't have to do the work to fix any of the shitty things you did before like Mm -hmm. you don't get a free pass because shitty things happen to you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, those shitty things, ha- that sh- or that shitty thing happened to her, and it happens to so many other people who other shitty things also happen to. Like, she's fortunate enough to, like, have all these un- other wonderful things in her life that other people don't have. So I'm like, that that argument doesn't stick, that, like, she should get a free pass because... Ten years after she told a literal child to commit suicide, she herself lost a baby. Like, I never thought about that way. But yeah, I yeah. It's not. It's not a good look. Like you don't you don't get that free pass from me because then as a mother, you had. It's not like that was your comeuppance. Like no, sorry, you you still Yeah. yeah. See, I could have forgiven it if it was just the tweets, but the DMs DMs for me was like yes. I, would, I mean, that was, that's sick. I think we all have things that we can regret and things that we've done when we were trying to be someone that we weren't, but, like, DMing a child mm-hmm. that they should consider suicide is a whole new level of... What if she did? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What if she had? Yeah. I hate to go there, but, like... Yeah. All right, so we're okay with her. Taking down her peg a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm a fan of her, so they can take her down a lot of pegs, but... I don't know if you guys are aware of this. So Prince Harry doesn't like the First Amendment. Did you hear about this? Oh, why not? You know this. You know everything. Um, so Prince Harry went on Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast. I know. I listened. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh! The other day when I was on a walk, I listened. Fantastic. Yep. So this is a quote from that podcast. Mm-hmm. I've got so much I w- I've got so much I want to say about the First Amendment. Spot on. As I sort of understand it, but it's bonkers. I don't want to start going down the First Amendment route. That's not English. No, no. That's like rough side of London. Like, yeah. you can, like, do, like, That's, uh, um, because this is not the Queen's English. Because that is not as... <laughs> All right, whatever. I don't want to start going down the First Amendment route because that is, as I understand, a huge subject and one I don't understand because I've only been here a short time. But you can find a loophole in anything. You can capitalize or exploit what's not said rather than uphold what's said. I believe we live in an age now where you've got certain elements of media redefining what privacy means. He probably said privacy. Mm-hmm, he did. Privacy means. There's a massive conflict of interest. So a lot of people had a problem with this because we're like, you are a guest in this country. The First Amendment has not done well by Harry and Meghan, meaning that they feel that 
their child has been photographed. And I kind of disagree with that because I think they've used the freedom of speech to help themselves get popularity and Netflix deals and whatnot. So a lot of, understandably, a lot of conservative people have had a problem with what he said about the First Amendment, given that he is a we welcomed him into this country with open arms. So my favorite response, this was from Meghan McCain, who I normally am annoyed by, but I thought this was great. So Meghan McCain put on Twitter, we fought a war in 1776, so we don't have to care what you say or think. (laughs) That being said, you have chosen to seek refuge from your homeland here and thrive because of all of our country has to offer. And one of the biggest things is the First Amendment. Show some respect. Boom. Mic drop. I don't know. I listen to it and like I get that. Is this out of context? Yes. Like I feel like it's a little bit out of context. Like I feel like he was like, I just kind of don't understand it. Like, yes, freedom of speech is a great thing, but them hiding in the bushes and like capturing my son's first day of school and being all up in us all the time is wrong, Mm. which I get. But don't live in Tyler Perry's house and don't live down the street from Oprah. So. I think it goes both ways. I think that was taken a little out of context. You think so? I think so. I don't think he's saying, like, we should know the First Amendment. Like, I think think that he, that wasn't, I mean, he was talking with Dak Shepard. Like, it was a very, like, casual conversation back and forth. Mm. With something like that, I I get it. I, I get when celebrities have children and they don't want them photographed. I totally understand it's. It's very invasive and and scary. Um, however, someone or, or you know, like Meghan and Harry, what are you going to do if the media is not focused on you? Yes. How are you going to thrive if no one cares right. about because you? Because you, you're. I mean. Mm-hmm. If she's going to be a legitimate actress, that's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if she's going to act in movies and television and be, like, a fictional actress, or I don't know, I don't know a better word for it, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Then you keep, you can keep, you can keep, to me, I feel like you can keep your child hidden, right? Like, who is it? Like, Kate, was it Kate Winslet? Like, had a, has a child who is, like, now in movie and, like, no one even knows she, like, knew what? she had this child. What? Somebody. Kate like, Winslet? Yeah, like her child is now like doing in doing movies and like oh. an old like hmm. and people didn't even know. Mayor? Her. Yeah, Mayor. Really? And um hmm. so like I would be fine with that. However, if you're doing like documentaries and interviews and podcasts and this and that, like your livelihood is on your your mm-hmm. own persona. Yeah. I'm sorry, but your child is is part of that. Yeah, and you've you've made them fair game. I don't I, think I don't think I've ever seen a picture of their baby. Like I can't they don't even have a baby yet. They've seen, they've no, seen pictures seen of picture Archie. Of yeah, I don't, the, the baby's not born yet. No, but they have a baby. No, she's she's still they have her. Archie. They have Archie. Yeah, they have a baby. But the only he's a baby. Too. Oh, he's too. I don't yeah, think I've like ever. Wait, where have you ever seen? A, I don't. Who cares? They post pictures. Right. Okay, that's what I whatever. mean. Like. But, but well, in England, my... in England, they will post a pat picture and they will blur out the kid's face. Hmm. So they're allowed to take the picture, but they blur out. If you're under 18, they blur out the kid's face. Okay, so then. But they don't do that here. Well, so then they should have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But that's, but like. Yeah. So my other question, are they, is he going to become a citizen? 
Can he become a citizen? No, here? he's like a citizen of nowhere. So what's he gonna do? He he made a podcast about being not killing yourself. <laughs> no, stop! No, I mean like, what's he gonna? He do? did. Do you think he hates Chrissy Teigen? <laughs> do you think he? Should, do you think he wants Chrissy Teigen canceled? Let's call him. Find out who. Probably. Does anybody know Prince Harry? He probably leaked the text about what's her face, <laughs> Corny Stangle. Okay, so I have a different perspective. Oh God! You guys may hate me. I know I'm kind of <laughs> okay, I have sympathy for these people a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of feel like so. Dax Shepard was like, "Listen, I'm from middle of nowhere, Michigan, blue collar. Like, I randomly made it in like the comedic world, whatever." He was like, "My kids did not sign up for this." So I guess he and his wife like went on like a raid to get all these bills signed saying they can't photograph children. And I guess most newspapers and like publications in the U.S. have taken it on, so they like don't photograph them. Except for he, like, listed them. It was, like, Daily Mail, mm-hmm. um, Page Six, things like that. He was, like, they're trash. Like, they'll, they'll publish children. So I kind of get his perspective. It's, like, you signed up for it. Your kids didn't. But, like, you have to think that your kids are always going to be fun. Like, I think it kind of is part of the course. If you're yeah. famous, your kids are going to be part of that, too. Mm. And partying with, like, Prince Harry, I feel like he was born in. He was a child of this this system that just photographs children so I think he was born into it Mm. so I do have some sympathy for him there like I think he's hated that from day one especially I think he does think it's like the reason that his mom died um and I my personal take is I feel like he's trying to get ahead of it and do the podcast and do the the interviews and stuff and then I think that he's going to try to disappear I don't think the Netflix show is like this big like it's not going to be, like, a true life of, like, him and Megan, like, this reality show. Like, I think that he really is – and maybe I just bought into it and I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. But, like, mm. listening to him talk, I think he's very concerned with mental health. Mm. I think he wants to change things. I think he's been – like, he was like, I've had the privilege to go all over the world and talk to people in Africa and all of these struggling countries with people with actual problems. And he's like, I want to help them. Like, I believe that. And I think that he can use his privilege to do that. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think his intentions are, like, I don't think he's trying to become famous. I don't no. think he's trying to be, like, I live in L.A. now, and I want to live, like. I think she's trying to become so famous. I, right. So, <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you about him, and I agree with you about what you're saying about, I like, can see that with her. About, think, like, yeah. celebrities, like, like I said, like, about, like, Dak Shepard and. Yeah. And I think their children, because they're, because you're playing a character on a TV show or in a movie, I don't think that that means your children deserve to be photographed going into school. Yeah. Because I'm interested in a character that you play on television yeah. as their parent. But I think if you're if you're famous for being yourself or and and part of being yourself is putting your family mm. out there, like, then why not? Then it's it's kind of like unfortunately like fair game and it's you're right it's not mm-hmm. fair to the children yeah but that yeah. that is what you as a parent decided to do and yeah. that's the repercussion that you as a parent yeah are gonna have to face later on and I agree that I don't think Harry wants Harry's famous Harry's gonna be famous forever he will forever so I don't think yeah. he is seeking out to be famous I think she will she wants to I don't think like I, I think he does want to do good but, like, when he's, like, you know, like, he wants to, like, go out and help these people in other countries. and But, like, what's he going to do? Like, he's going to bring his family. Yeah. Like, he's going to bring his kids with him. Yeah. Like, 
she, I think, is But I think his point was, like, let's create, like, it should be, the First Amendment exists for a reason, but let's modify it so that kids aren't, like, like, he was just describing stories of, like, his kids being, like, attacked by paparazzi, and, like, that's not, like, there has to be, like, some... Oh, I agree. I think it's horrible. I I mean, I think, I think, like... I don't give two shits about seeing their kids. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I think but like, there are people. They're crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, but I'm, my point is like, let it. I fine. Like, if you want to yeah. blur out kids' faces, who cares? They should. They should blur out mm-hmm. kids' faces. Um, I'm fine with that. But yeah, and I think then, saying that the First Amendment is fucked is not. But I don't think. Like, I think it was, it was a podcast. Like, I think context. it was taken out of context. Like, I don't think okay. he was like this. Shouldn't be like. It wasn't this big statement. He yeah. was just kind of like, I don't understand it. Like, I yeah. just I just got here and I don't know. Which I think he's playing dumb. But, like, yeah. I don't think it was, like, this huge, like... Well, he uh, got himself some press, so... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that the monarchy doesn't doesn't educate anyone but the next in line. So he probably... Maybe he doesn't no. know. No. I mean, he probably doesn't know what the first message He's is. the spare. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I... Part of me is, like... I don't think Megan McCain knows who this either. Well, yeah. <laughs> Part of me thinks, like, why did they move to Tyler Perry's house and live in L.A. and stuff? But it's also, like, that's probably the most protected community. Like, if they moved to middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, there would still be paparazzi in the bushes. And there would yeah. probably be less security. Right. So I, I kind of get the move to L.A. I think people are like, oh, they moved to L.A. and want to be a part of it. Like, I Well, think her was, mom is there. Yeah, I think it was know. part of security, oh, too. Like, where do you move in that position? She wants to be famous. Well, they could have been. Remember, they were. Like, remember, in the beginning, they were like, "We're going to Canada," and I was like, yeah. "Bullshit!" Canada yeah. was like, "You're not going to be in Calgary, like, like a freezing, skip and a jump for freezing that. your ass off. You might as well stay in yeah. London." Yeah. I don't know. Well, I wish them well. Um. Our. We're back from dinner, and the next hot topic is Chrissy's thirty-eighth birthday. Hey, Chrissy, this is from the Frenson who adores you and say, says that you bring out the class in your trio despite loving unclassy tuna melts. Well, I love a good tuna melt. I hope you know that money can't buy you class, but I can buy you a lot of tuna melts because we know you got plenty of class because you're a fan of mine. Thank you so much for that. I love you for that. Um, I know your friends corrupt you by teaching you songs like WAP, and you're always down for fun and a glass of Savvy B from NZ, and you're never... Oh, I'm cool. You're like really cool. Love that. I hope you're staying safe and you're feeling Giovanni because it feels so good. Send you lots of love and kisses and thank you for being big fans for me, the Countess. Oh my goodness. I am so touched. Thank you guys so much. Oh yeah. That is amazing. Doesn't she look great? She and she said tuna melt in my honor. Yeah. <laughs> she numerous times talked the countess you talked guys about are tuna. Amazing. That's probably the only time she's ever talked about tuna. Oh my goodness! How great is cameo? I love it so much. Thank you guys. <laughs> I love it so much. Did you see that? Did you see the Giovanni bag in the background? No. It's right over her shoulder. Oh yes. Add the count. Okay, back to it. So, Prince Harry doesn't like the First Amendment. We've wrapped that up. Was I? Were you recording for when I said that? No, <laughs> no. Oh we we just like... said, said Allie just said something really shady. Oh, but I did not record it. Okay, thank God. I don't think you have to I'm not gonna say what it's about. Okay. You recorded mine and you did. No, I didn't. No, I, no, like my, my diamond comment. No, I. I was like, no, I'm not. Like I'm not gonna get rid of that. I don't think I'm gonna get rid of that. I like you, it. You should. 
What do you guys, uh, before we move on from this, uh, what about Prince William? What's our feeling on Prince William right now? I feel bad for him. You do? Mm-hmm. Like, it, isn't it sad that they're like... I think he's like stuck. Do you think their friendship or like brotherhood like fell apart? Mm-hmm. Do you think you believe yeah. that? Yes. I think that's really sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I don't think that it was like the women that did that. I think it was like... Do you think? Do you think Megan did that? I think like, it was circumstance. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that, but I also think there's a little... My husband, Adam, for those who don't <laughs> Hi, know Adam. his name. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. <laughs> um, I've always said, like, like in converse, like, been talking about... Like, this whole thing. Cause, like, do you guys you know, talk about the royal family? We do. Like, Adam and I like to talk about pop culture when we're bored. Um, and the royal family. Um, I've said, like, I I could never... no, Even if I had any feelings about his family, like, I, I could never say... Like, I could never take them away from you. Yeah. Like, I could never say that. That's why I think that Harry and Meghan... You heard it here. What t- March? What t- May twenty second? I'm telling March. you, I do, <laughs> I don't think that like marriage. Twenty twenty. I do crazy. I do not think this marriage will last. Yeah, I, I think that that's. A really... I think ripping people away from their families and publicly and making a spectacle. I think Harry is yeah. going to wake up one day and be like, I have no family. I have no friends. I'm in this weird house raising fucking chickens with I this think asshole. Last. I you... think I think he picked Megan and he's going to go with that. For a while. I think he's done. I think okay. he's done. All right. You yeah. Heard it, you I, heard it here. March, okay. No. <laughs> March 22nd. March 22nd. April 5th. You 1832. Heard <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here. Chester, Vermont. I think that, well, I look at a couple like Prince William and Catherine Middleton, and I feel like those two, I mean, I don't know shit about shit, but those two have, their values are in line. They are not competitive in the press. They have like the they have a she has an interest in keeping the family thing going on. She is respectful of his past and he's respectful of her family. And I just I think they're a very good couple. And I don't feel like that for Megan and Harry. That's just my opinion. I think Megan and Harry's future is gonna depend on what happens when William becomes king. Oh, she's not gonna like that. Right, and I think I think when he's king if he welcomes Harry not into like the family in a like, what's the, what, I can't even think of the word because I've had too many drinks. Clearly we're helping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Crickets! Um, <laughs> Like in a in a like, like, real capacity, but, yeah. but but like in a in a like a normal family sense, like welcomes him into like you're my brother, you're their uncle, mm-hmm. you're you know like yeah. you're part of my family, not a an active role in in the royal family, but in a just general family like it's sense, an olive branch, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, um, and how Megan receives that if if she allows that to happen and helps foster that like relationship then I think that 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 marriage can work but I think if William and Kate extend that olive branch and 
want them to be part of their lives and try to modernize the crown a little bit in, in a way that they, whatever way that they can and, and allow, you know, allow like them to be family without them having to be like functioning members of the crown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how that all works. Right. It, it, that all is, is weird to me. The but, firm. Yeah. Yeah, and like how they are, they're they're aligned, but they're not aligned. And right, like, right. I don't get that. But like, but. If, if they can be part of their lives without working, yeah. for lack of a better term, and Megan doesn't allow that to be fostered, then I don't, then I think he'll start to be resentful because at the end of the day, there's, there's nobody else in William, in Harry's life that understands him. Right. Except for William. And it's not even just the the thing, the the Diana aspect of it. Mm -hmm. There's nobody in the world Mm -hmm. that understands what his life is like, except for William. And you have, Allie, you have three boys. So, yeah. as a mother, would this not destroy you? I mean, I think if it's Reed, If Reed became qu- queen, <laughs> queen of England. <laughs> if Reed became king of England, or, and Luke was like, hey, what the hell? I'm going to go live with this girl in like, California. It would destroy you. Yeah, I mean, I think it would, I, it, it would be horrible. Yeah. I, I, like, I think yeah, Diana I, would be looking, I think Diana is like, Devastated. Or is she like good for you, Prince Harry, for like going against all of this? Like, I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I think it's probably for her, it's probably a bit of both. Because mm. I think she She's a social disruptor. Yes. So I think she recognizes that Harry is forging his own path and that's good for him. And he's he's going with the woman he loves and his children and not allowing convention and the crown to ruin his marriage like Philip did with their Mm -hmm. marriage. However, you have William who is, so like in, in the grand scheme of things, Harry is the Diana and William is the Philip. But uh. Philip... What, you mean Charles? I mean, Charles. Sorry, sorry, Yeah, sorry. okay. And William is the Charles. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Let me let me go. Let me go. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm here for it. I'm listen, here. listen. I'm I have somewhere. I'm going right. somewhere. I'm going somewhere. But right, lesbian lover. But William... William did the right thing in life. Yes. Where Charles didn't. Right. And Charles didn't didn't marry the Diana. He he married someone he actually loved who was going to Horse race. He, no, but yes. <laughs> he married someone he actually loved who was yes. going to be on the journey with him and be able to live the life in the crown that that After like, he already fucked up and like did all this other, like he should have done that from the beginning. But yes, okay. Right, yes. right. Like it was Yes. 
Like he didn't he didn't ruin somebody like like no, he Charles did, did with Diana. No, William. Oh, <laughs> William okay. didn't ruin somebody like Charles did with Diana. Yeah, and Harry, who's this social disruptor, right? Just like Diana was, right? Found someone that he could do that with. Yeah, and leave with. No, you're right. So like they everybody yeah. kind of found their role. But I think she would be. I think she would be heartbroken to know that her boys. Are separate. Are like yes. not together. Yeah. I think that's really I agree sad. with that. Yeah. And I, but, and I don't think that that's, I don't, I, I think that them being separate is, I mean, I think this based on no factual knowledge <laughs> yeah. is not William's fault. I mean, I have no. I don't think it is either. I don't think it is either. I, I just. It's just a birthright. Harry had nothing to lose by leaving because he was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to be number two anyway. Right. And, and I just... Number three, really. You can... I'm never going to be king. not like the crown. You can disagree yeah. with what it stands for. But it is... It is there. It is what it is. And... Mm-hmm. It, I mean, what is... Like, what did, what did Harry think William was going to do? Yeah, I don't know. So... Like him dicking on the on all of it, like he had to know what was gonna cause the whole rift with William. So I don't know. So my dad, I always I wrote this in the notes because I think it's so funny. So my dad, <laughs> my dad always says like English men and Italian women like hit the wall hard. So which means that they're like really good looking yeah. until they're about forty, and then it's like whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Prince William was hot, such a stud. Yeah. And then like if you look at him in the last year, it's it's rough. It's ooh. Yeah. He hit the wall hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I know that's mean, but he really. It, the, I think everyone's thinking it. He slammed on the bl- yeah. the brakes. And Kate's beautiful, like. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone says he cheats on her. I don't buy it. No. Who's everyone? Well, the Daily Mail. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I heard, but then I heard there was like. A, he does not cheat on. Her. I heard that there was like a rumor that. A rumor. <laughs> <laughs> there's it's a rumor. <laughs> there is a. It's not it's a rumor. Better. It was. It's bitch better. There was a a story that. Prince William had a romantic affair with their neighbor, Rose something, and Kate found out about it. I'm sorry, and Megan found out about it, and Harry and Megan were, like, forced to keep the secret, and then Kate found it, and then something happened with, like, the rift between them, and that was, like, one of the things. Uh, yeah, I don't buy that. I'm going to show you a picture of the girl, and you might think it was Anyway, so they're all fine. Why, she like Kate? <clears throat> no, she's real cute. Uh, he can't do better than Kate. Like, he, like... Yeah. She, like, fits apart. She's beautiful. She doesn't look like... She doesn't look like fun. Like, I think she is, though. Like, I I don't know. All right. I think she's, like, the ideal candidate for that role. A hundred percent. And they were friends before. Like, it's not like... It's, like, a random... Yeah. And they... And she passed all the tests. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so Demi Lovato, Ugh. moving on, your favorite person. Ugh. I have no opinion. You might. Demi Lovato has come out as non-binary. What's non-binary, Allie? Trend. I feel like you're baiting me. What's non-binary? <laughs> What's non-binary? She's like you over there, like, uh, two Non-binary means you identify 
as having both male and female energies. Wrong. No? <laughs> no? No? You're wrong. Non-binary or genderqueer is an umbrella term so for gender identities that are neither male nor female. Identities, identities that are outside the gender binary. Oh, well, I wasn't offensive with my... I mean, I was close. I'm offended. <laughs> I think we should cancel her. I'm done. Now is <laughs> I feel insane. Uh, I, mean, you can I never don't want to live in Hamilton anymore. You can never post this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not being. I'm, not I'm making a point that no one knows what the fuck this means. Oh, but I thought I was close. Isn't it like no? Having... You were absolutely wrong. It, you Please said say it again. <laughs> you, and your voice went up you like said, three octaves. You said that non-binary means you're male and female, and that no, means not... you're male nor female. It means you're male nor female. It's you're both. You think you're ever you don't you don't know. No, you have male and female energies. No. You you're an umbrella term for gender identities that are neither male nor female. Identities that are outside the gender binary. Who cares? Whatever. She came out with this okay. five seconds after she went after the frozen yogurt store. Right. And got this terrible haircut. So do we believe that this is a see I think don't kill me i think that a lot of people will come out as non-binary as a way to get press because it's not like you can ever get caught lying about it because you can say well i'm neither i'm both so if it came out that she was dating a man it wouldn't matter you know what i mean you're never going to get caught well it has quote, nothing lying. it has nothing to do with who you date date so you could just say you're non-binary and they'll be oh cool and then everyone forgets that she made fun of the yogurt people that had this sugar-free yogurt well, it it kind of has nothing to do with anything, it's right? No, I think she's deflecting from the yogurt store and the bad haircut. <laughs> and she's launching haircut. a podcast. Did you know she's launching a podcast? About what? Um I'm gonna I'm actually in a minute I'm gonna play the blurb for you, but she has a <laughs> she a ninety year old man. <laughs> I like um. felt that ring, but like they like it down here in the couch. I'm like Surged up. Yeah. Can you have a COVID test? I think. Yes. I think like I'm someone in your like family that just died like, <laughs> years ago just like came up from your body. Demi Lovato is launching a podcast, <laughs> and the preview for it, which I'll pull up in a minute, she talks about that she's she's a non-binary person that lives in the fourth dimension. Wait, what? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna play yeah. it for you. But that's a frightening picture. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. But tell me, tell me what you feel about this. I know you love her. I have no thoughts. Do you know who this person is? Yes, I do. (laughs) But I'm I'm not interested in the slightest. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll move on. But Chrissy's like, I'm sitting down. Do you want to hear about the fourth dimension? No. Oh. Isn't she like a Disney? She's like an ex Disney star. Yeah. Who like talks about mental health? So she's got this podcast where she talks about she's living in the fourth dimension. What What's the fourth? What? How many dimensions are there? It's called 4D with Demi Lovato. The Grammy-nominated pop star will po- will partner with some company. Who cares? On her latest pro- project, who will explore the oh god, who explore the themes of identity, mental health, creativity, LGBTQIA plus rights, and more. What's IA plus? Uh, new? Intersex, asexual. Plus just means all the other s- stuff. What about like tired mom that doesn't want to have sex anymore? That's A. That's A. That's That's asexual. Sorry, Bubba. Oh, God. I'm going to cut that out. So, anyway, (laughs) my new podcast, 4D with Demi, will start rolling out May 19th. Oh, it's out. 
It's out. But no, her for the preview, she's what like, is her she's like, <laughs> oh, here, wait. Welcome to the fourth, <coughs> you guys. Welcome to the fourth dimension. No, hey everyone, it's Demi Lovato, and starting May 19th, you won't need quantum physics to step into the fourth dimension. We'll be taking you there every week on my podcast, about? 4D with Demi Lovato. With new episodes dropping every Wednesday, I'm going to share what's on my heart and in my mind through conversations with very special guests. We'll dive into identity, creativity, social movements. We'll explore questions about our universe, oh, our communities, yeah. and ourselves. Who the fuck is going to listen No matter to who you are, how you identify, or what you believe, um, we should all yeah, be living life in 4D. You can follow and listen fourth to 4D dimension. with Demi Lovato, what a podcast and video presentation. Wait, how many dimensions do we have? SB Projects and Cadence 13. <laughs> I don't, on I don't know. Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, or wherever you Wait, get your podcasts. What Are we in a, like... I don't know what this 3D? means. No, it's, it's all about being on the outside. She's in the fourth dimension. So I'm very confused. Well, I don't I'm not aware of what's going on. I'm just telling you that that is what I'm thinking about. It's the right, fourth next, dimension. Next to- All right. topic. I, I just I think we should move on because I'm pretty sure that this is gonna get me canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I mean that in the well, I just wanna be the one that cancels you. I'm gonna be like, I'm I'm offended. What do you I'm mean? I'm very supportive of anything anybody I wants to do. On fire. Oh thank you, Allie. But welcome to the fourth dimension. <laughs> in the third dimension, before she entered the fourth, mm. she came for a yogurt company that has like fucking sixty followers on Instagram <laughs> because they they had literally they had like six no not six now they have sixty thousand okay well good good and sugar free lattes but literally right didn't they have like sixty or maybe six hundred followers yeah. on Instagram and. She was angry at them because they had sugar free yogurt. They had sugar free yogurt. <laughs> yeah. And they called it guilt free. Yeah. And she said it was triggering for her. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not dismissing. Dismissoring. <laughs> I'm dismissing. I'm dismissing. I'm not dismissing. <laughs> I think you should leave that. I don't think you should cut leave that. Leave it. No. Yeah. I'm not dismissing the fact that maybe it was triggering for her. As someone who has or had an eating disorder. But there are people who... The word but is triggering, triggering for me. Triggering for me. It. What about people that are diabetic? Right. Or just... Like, they can't have sugar. This is my thing. Like, dieting is allowed. Well. Wanting to have a yogurt... Mm-hmm. Of the frozen variety <laughs> without sugar in it, so you don't feel guilty, is just as allowed right. as wanting to have a yogurt filled with sugar. It's just as allowed. <laughs> if we're allowed to feel whatever the fuck we want in all four dimensions, <laughs> don't tell me I can't have a guilt free yogurt without sugar in it, correct? Thank, thank you. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is, Can that just be the end of your journey? This is Emmy winning yeah. Yeah. journalism. It really Glad is. we figured that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On to that. No, but you know what I'm saying. It's, it's like garbage. <laughs> she... 
Oh, great. Fucking cancel her. <laughs> Not for cancel culture. Oh. Fucking cancel Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Lovato. And, and, and Velado. Whatever. All of them. Just delete that yeah. portion of your podcast. No, it's good. <laughs> We're going to get kicked Glad out of the internet. Now. Who cares? <laughs> We're going to get kicked out the World Wide Web before it's mentioned. Welcome to Roni. Roni's back, everybody. Yes. yes. I have a, I, I've caught up. So I have a couple issues. Um... I'm just going to start this off. I don't like how there's only five of them. I don't think there's enough. How many yeah. have there been in the past? Like eight. Yeah. Really? So there's Sonia, Leah, Ramona, the new girl, Ebony, and Luann. Hey, Luann. Um, I don't think there's enough of them. I think they had like a COVID thing. I don't know. But I, you, last time this was good, there was like eight of them. Hmm. Yeah, there's usually... I'm feeling the whole... Feeling a hole. Yeah, they should not have oh, fired Dorinda. That. No, I miss Dorinda so much. And I, Dorinda was great. I great. bet you if they knew that Dorinda Tinsley was leaving, they would not have gotten rid of Dorinda. Uh they got rid of Dorinda after. No, they didn't. They got Dorinda they got rid of Dorinda after the reunion, which was mean. Did they? Yeah, they did. Was she really mean though? She was mean. She had a bad couple weeks. I thought she was mean, but I didn't think she deserved to be fired. No, me neither. I think she brings the heat. I like her. I like I her. I love her. I love her house. I love those mm-hmm. trips up there, the berserkshires. Yeah. Um, well, they bring Heather back at some point, so I guess they thought that that was going to be a thing, but then she, like, fights with Leah or some bullshit. I never was a fan. I didn't think yeah. she was good enough to bring back. I, I feel like Tinsley brought nothing to the show. No, but drama surrounded her for yeah. some reason. I, I'm so in like I'm I indifferent to her. I I could care less. Yeah, yeah. Like her with Scott, I'm like I do not care. Yeah. Uh, I care more how Dorinda's doing. Like I think it's fascinating watching her deal with grief and her daughter. And like I'd much rather watch a show about that. Yeah. Than Tinsley. Tinsley's like love life and yeah. she's just like a snooze fest. Yeah. No, I get. I, I, I just. I was. A, I liked Dorinda. I liked her a lot. I didn't think she had to go. But right now, Luann and Leah are not drinking, and I am not here for that. Like, I, I'm sorry. I know. Ne- I personally never felt that Luann was an alcoholic. I think she just got in trouble and she tried to get herself mm-hmm. out of a hole. And you know, I appreciate that as this. Oh, she's seventy. I don't know. No. This is a 65-year-old woman. I think she... My is not such. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's trying to cut back. That's fine. But, yeah. like, I don't think that makes for good TV. No. Luann and Leah not drinking, like... Snooze fest. Snooze. I'm yeah. not enjoying Leah. I do not like... She's 56. Okay. Well, whatever. Sorry. Um, Leah's, like, 38. 37, 38. Um, I do not think that... I don't like the whole play of... Leah, I think the producers told Leah, you got to go after Ramona for being not woke, and yeah. you got to challenge her and make her look like an idiot. I do not like that storyline at all. I don't think it's funny. I don't enjoy it. I don't think that Ramona is Ramona is. No, she might be seventy. Yeah. Or sixty-five, or whatever the fuck she is. She's older than you would think she is. She's a sixty-four-year-old woman. She says really embarrassing things, like calling people the help, which is hell. Yeah, but that's, like, her generation. Like, I don't think it's, like, that. And Leah being like, oh, you're so, let's. And then they have, then they tell Ramona, 
oh, go have a Burning Man party for Leah. How funny is that? Like, it's just not funny. It's like... 64. Yeah. That's a different generation. I don't know. I think she's harmless. I don't think she means, like... I don't think she's... I think Ramona is, like... Like, I think she's great TV. Yeah, I don't know. She's terrible in the sense that she's, like, good TV. Okay, yeah, but I, I, I think that her and Leah having a party together is it's not by. Bi- I'm not stupid. buying it. Would it would be like us having a Burning Man party with one of our parents. Like it yeah. wouldn't happen. Like me hanging out with your mom, right? I mean, like it being like, I don't get what a healer is, and Leah being like, I mm-hmm. heal from the heart. Like it's too much. Yeah, they're bored. And I, you know, I love Sonia. She's my girl, but I think that the Sonia getting wasted is like the last bit of enjoyment that we have on this show and even that I'm like I don't think she can carry it with that like and you kind of feel bad too you're like I've seen Sonia hammered so many times and I'm like I kind of feel bad enjoying this I feel like deep down she knows she's like saving it she's like I gotta get drunk and like be funny and I feel bad for her in that she's like the court jester like trying to you know at the vineyard last week she was like it was the whole thing about Wells Fargo there's too much reaching what was she saying like Like, Wells Fargo was I don't know whatever and Anyway, what do we think of Ebony? I like her. I I like Ebony as yeah. a housewife. Yeah. The same as I like Leah as a housewife. I mean, she's not, she's not a housewife. Neither of them are housewives as the actual. No, I know. But I don't like them on the same show as... Luann. It makes no sense. Right, right. They would never so, hang out. So, like, to a point, like, I almost wish, even though their age difference is is big, uh-huh. I, I wish they were on, like, the same show as, like, the Beverly Hills Housewives. Because I feel like they're similar to the women on the Beverly Hills Housewives. Like, they're, like, mm. these flashy, kind of, like, crazy women. And... Mm. Like Ramona, Luann, Sonia, they're New York women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like these old, not older, but like they're that like quintessential New York like woman of that age. Yeah. Like fun New York like woman of that age. And I just, I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know, like, they're trying to, I guess, like, they're trying to bring in that younger age bracket, but, like, what, I don't know what younger age bracket they're trying to bring in, because it's not the under 30 age bracket. No, it's Because the under 30 age bracket's watch, still watching Summer House, right? Yeah. So, what does our age bracket want to watch? This. But, like, our age bracket still wants to watch fucking, like, Sonia, Ramona, like... All the older ones. Well, here's my thought on this. I agree with you. But I think what they're trying to do, I could be wrong, is I think they're trying to have, like, an oldies versus youngies thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, the oldies are Luann and Sonia and Ramona. And then the youngies are Leah and Ebony. And they're trying to, like, transition the oldies out and slowly bring the new people in. But my problem with the youngies versus the oldies I think the jokes are trite. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's have a Burning Man party with Ramona and have yeah. her tits out. Like, that's not, that's so stupid and convoluted and ridiculous. 
and oh let's let's school Ramona on saying the help and stupid and I also think that like they should have brought in a woman with young kids they need someone else like these I don't think I don't think Le- I don't really like Leah I'm not really enjoying her right now I don't think she's I think she's annoying I think she's we talked about her thing with Michael Che. Mm. I think she's a little bit full of shit. I'm not really buying her act. And, like, I would like to see, like, a young mom with kids. Yeah. In her 30s, mm-hmm. 40s, something like that. almost like a Dorit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't think these young women are it. No. And for me, personally, the jury is out on Ebony. I feel like if I say I don't like her, they'll call me racist, whatever. But, like, it's not that. It's just I'm not sure she's a fit. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even think I, I guess she's kind of friendly with Leah, but like I don't I just don't see these women ever hanging out together. See what I do appreciate about her though is like I I understand that her point was was to be that I understand what her point of of being on the show was, right? Like why why she was needed. I do I think it was important to have a person of color on the show, right? Yeah. Because it it is bizarre. To have a, a show about it's New York. That she's the first one. Right. Like, when they said that, I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, but you should find a woman that they're, gen- that they're, like, is actually in their, like, circle. Yeah. But I don't think that they have anybody in their circle. No, I don't either. But right. that's real. Right. But, but, but has koi fish that are all... Oh, my all God. That was so... Colors. That was, like, the whole, most so, ridiculously hard But kind of sweet. Like, she was trying. Like, she, she tried. But I think that was the... So, that, that goes to my point of what Oof. I like about Ebony. Yeah. I feel like the producers were like, look at the koi fish. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But there's not a mean... I like her. ...nature to it, where it's... No. Like, I think she's here to, like... She's like... I I'm, think she's normal, and I, I don't know how that's gonna... She's not, like... I just don't see her. material. Like she's, she no. seems normal. She seems lovely. I think she, she. I like the fact that she like can speak up to Ramona and be like, I don't think you can hear my voice. Like, yeah. I was like, good for you for like talking back to Ramona. She's not. I don't know if she's gonna make it because she's not a giant catastrophe. Yeah, she's not interesting TV, but I like her. Yeah. No, I like her too. I just don't know if it's, it's like a, a fit. weird mix of people, though. Uh-huh. I don't know. I would have been happier with like a cute, like black or Asian woman with like little kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel so like they guys, don't. You guys don't. You don't watch Potomac. I don't. I yeah. have, but like I don't. Yeah. So it's like Wendy on Potomac. I feel like she. It's like like a Wendy would have been good. None of these women have children, right? Like mm-hmm. little children. I just. As a woman with children, like a pandemic too. I feel like it was like a very interesting time period where you yeah. could, have, yeah, you could have done like a woman like homeschooling her kids, yeah. but someone like, with children, and that would have been so interesting. Like the New York housewives, like having to educate their kids without any help. Yeah, like, that could have been like an interesting angle. Yeah. But someone with children was not gonna have anything to do with them. Yeah. Well, what yeah. about okay? I always say I talked to us with Shin. I was I always say one of the women that had that never had a fair shake on the show was Jules. Do you remember yeah, Jules? Jules. Yeah. I loved her. Who was that? She the was long, like dark hair. She long was like ha- she always she was like, I'm Asian. Twins. No, she had um yes. a little boy and a little girl, and she lived in Flatiron. Like my husband and I lived like a block away from them, so I saw her ever. She was like this really beautiful, tall, like like exotic y looking Asian woman. And she had two little kids and she got this horrible divorce. She had the short husband. Nope. She was like very anorexic. 
She had the short husband, and she had these two little kids. She was and, a housewife? For one season. And she had this horrendous divorce, and the husband wouldn't let her film, so she had to quit. But... On the, on the right. Yeah, I thought she was interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember her? Yeah. I thought she didn't get a fair shake, and I thought that that would have been a really interesting... I don't know. I just feel like I need I need to see, personally as a person with, I want to see someone with kids. I know some of these women have kids. Well, but that's why the show was good to begin with. It's like it's ridiculous. Like, did you guys watch the Real Housewives of? Well, it wasn't Beverly Hills. What was like the first? It was like OC. The California OC. Yeah. Because it was relatable in the sense that they all had kids, but it yeah. was like unrelatable because they lived in this like gated community, whatever you know. Yeah. Like it was so good because it was like you could see yourself a little bit. Yes. And I feel like they've gotten away from that yeah and i just this is more about like tv personalities interacting together yeah. and it's like it's supposed to be about like moms yeah so i don't know i i don't know i think they got away from that a little bit what's next um so i just want to point out before we go i want to point out a couple things that i don't know if you guys know about that these are things i learned on tiktok this week <laughs> that make me sound cool so the first one you've heard me say 16 fucking times today is they all say that slaps. So you say oh, I didn't know what that slaps. If you say What's you like something, oh, that slaps. Margaritas that those slap. Why? It's like, oh, that that's killer. Why do they slap? No, that's what you say when something's awesome, you say that Just slaps. Because? Yeah. It's a new slang. Why? Slaps. I don't know why. That's just what the kids are saying on TikTok. Okay. So this, um, these cookies you made these slap. <laughs> these cookies you made are th- that slaps. Okay. I don't think the Thin Mints slapped. I like it. I like to put in slap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Tell me say that. That, that slaps. It's in slap. I like to have like the lingo down. Yeah. The next one is Chuggy. What does that mean? I have you heard you this? No, yeah. I, I saw you post about Okay, this is... Why I'm here. So I like the cleaning TikToks. Chuggy. Chuggy means basic. Yeah. And a little bit out of style. So. And where does Chuggy come from? It came from the New York Times. But like what? Some girls on TikTok made up the word, so things are they're calling things Chuggy. So these are things that once were really cool, and now they're not. And people wear them and think they're cool, and you're like that person is Chuggy. So these are things I found on TikTok that are Chuggy. Basic and out of style. So it's not just a basic bitch. It's a basic bitch, but like she's living three years ago. Mm, okay. These are um, Tory Burch flats. Like Wh- I was wearing snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ones that are like the ballet flats. Mm-hmm. Like I was wearing like three nights ago. Okay, yeah. I've never seen you wear this. I don't know. This was they say it on TikTok. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. This is I saw it on TikTok. Live, laugh, love signs. LuLaRoe leggings. Oh, the worst. Modern farmhouse decor. Chevron prints. Chunky necklaces that weigh 100 pounds. Infinity scarves. Platform pumps. And Gucci belts. So safe. You think you're safe? I'm safe. I feel like you have a platform pump. No, you don't. <laughs> I literally almost broke my ankles wearing a small wedge. <laughs> what platform pump? 
Oh. Allie, where were you when you when you cracked your ankle? The salad store. <laughs> were you at Chopped? Chopped. I oh. fell and my chopped salad rolled under a stranger's car. That's a chuggy In the That's rain. a chuggy accident. That is a chuggy accident. Chuggy is Look, dumb. I still have I still have the scars, the chuggy scars. Do you have So I have a ha- I have a pool uh-huh. and I have a, someone in my someone came over to use my pool one time and she brought me like a carved wooden sign that she made on a machine and it was like pool rules like love often and uh, I was like oh that's chuggy. That's chuggy. I have my pool rule sign that's This is dumb. I'm sorry. Why? Chuggy like No, chuggy. we need to know. Do we you want to be what? Do you want to be cool? No. I'm, I'm canceling you both. Do you, have any, do you have any Chevron prints in your house? What the fuck is modern? What the fuck is modern farmhouse decor? What is that? I don't think I have that. What the fuck is Magnolia? Oh, that is Chuggy. I'm in. Yeah. Whatever. I'm Chuggy. Okay, fine. Okay, and then so. I like modern farmhouse. I don't think anything is wrong with modern farmhouse. It's Chuggy. Okay. But TikTokers are like sixteen. That's what matters. I'm just, t- I'm just telling you. I'm just reporting the news. I'm not. All right, live, laugh, love. Telling you what to do with your life. I'm just. I just want you to know what's hit. Live, life, love. Been out for a while. Like that was like before. Well, I'm glad you recognize that. So obviously you grasp this concept. I get something. Chuggy. Infinity scarves. That's chuggy. I could. I could get behind that. We don't need that. They may be too hot. I, I think they're a great concept. I like the functionality. Oh hot. I need to be a little like. All right. <gasps> the other I thing I learned on TikTok bro. this week is that the drink of the summer. Uh-huh. Have you heard of this? Ranch water. Ew. Have you heard of ranch water? No, it sounds good. So ranch water is. That is not. Wait, wait. Can we just rewind a second? What? Do you think it sounds good just based on the name, or are you saying it's based on knowing the ingredients? No, it's not like ranch dressing water. It's like. No, no, no. I don't even think of the ranch dressing. <laughs> I think of ranch water like. Like water is like sitting horses on a ranch. Like it's just a name. Yeah. It's just a name. That it's like sound good. It's like I don't know. Who are these people? Like these are like our future children. They're like this is what's cool this season. I'm just I'm reporting facts. Mm-hmm. I'm just I want to keep you guys facts. abreast of the facts. Mm-hmm. So ranch water. Everyone says this is the drink of the summer, and this is tequila, fresh lime, and topo chico, sparkling water. Okay, that sounds pretty good. And there's a difference, but all the TikTok you can't just put some Lacroix or like what you know. Lacroix pol- would be too too. Polar seltzer. <laughs> it's gotta be Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Topo Chico, which is a. It's apparently it's more bubblier than regular seltzer. Oh. And clove soda is like the least amount of bubbles, so it's gotta be. Tequila, silver tequila, Topo Chico, and fresh lime, which sounds delish. It does. It's not good. So. That's gonna be the drink of the summer, so. Okay. You heard it here first. Are you making it for us, like. Yeah. Oh, one more thing before we go. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> just do whatever. So I just I don't want you to be chuggy. I know you don't agree, but maybe we if we don't agree, then we're chuggy. Right. Sure. Whatever. Who cares? This is this is. Put it up to the thing. <laughs> what is it?
is Chugi. I didn't have this box. Am I supposed to have this one? This is Chugi. I know this one. What is it? Give me that nut. Yeah. Oh. oh my god, my best friend high school used to love this song. This is it's Caitlin's song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, my best friend high school. This is like best like my like turning 16 song. On that note. Yeah. Wait, this is the best part. <laughs> Shit all over your face, kid. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Jackie used to like it. Oh man. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> That's it for this week, guys. Join us next week on Stone Appropriate for more Chug fun.